Oh my God, guys, we are so excited about this. Our good buddies, Tawny Newsom and Paul F. Tompkins, two are the funniest comedians and improvisers and they actors. They were amazing on Bajillion Dollar Properties. They now have a podcast. They are kind of the biggest Star Trek fans out there. Love and it. And they have a new podcast called Star Trek The Pod Directive. On Star Trek The Pod mm. Directive, they get to talk to other comedians, actors, musicians, politicians, scientists, and even an astronaut. I love it. All about their mutual love of Star Trek. This sounds amazing. In this series, you will hear interviews from super fans fans like actor-director Ben Stiller. What? Georgia Democratic gubernatorial nominee Stacey Abrams. What? As well as behind-the-scenes conversations with Tig Notaro from Star Trek she Discovery. She was on season three. Michelle Hurd from Star Trek Picard. Love and it. more episodes range from hilariously funny because these two people are that funny to incredibly deep because both these guys are, are also deep as well. Deep and introspective. Uh, it's always centering, though, squarely on how Star Trek has influenced people's lives and how it's changed the world. Uh, and it really has. It continues to impact our lives and our culture. It's been doing it for decades. So now listen to Star Trek, the pod directive on Apple Podcasts and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. People are always asking us, hey, what's a recommendation you have? Here you go. There you go. Star Trek, the pod directive. Check it out. Hey, guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Scalabro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. two Jews, no harm in Killebrews. A.k.a. wobbling the good and popping the hood. Thank you, Mike Huddleston, a.k.a. the Huddletron, a.k.a. Old Zealand. A.k.a. the A.k.a. guy. A.k.a. the A.k.a. guy. Uh, wasn't there, wasn't, you said there was another one. I'm Someone at the very top. I'm, I'm going to search. at the very top of our feed yeah. tagged on to, I think, a Huddletron one. What, did they? Pretty recently. Check it out. I'm checking. I can't AKA find two bros, no garden hose. All right, fine. A AKA two bros up your nose with a rubber hose. How about that one? Something about Okendo, getting him into the Hall of Fame. Something about Hall of AKA Fame. AKA fine star chaps uh, who, uh, who spar on saps on Sklar Maps. Did we do that yesterday? Not sure. But right. we got it. Uh, Let's jump in, shall we? Right yes, away, we've got stories. It. we got lots of stuff. And we want to go over this right now because 
I think we're all going a little stir crazy. Let's tap into it. Let's talk about the fact that you're at home. My kids want to hug their friends. They want to just hang out with people. I was thinking to myself, how far effed life has become to the point where like we just, I was thinking about going to a restaurant. Like that's just something we haven't done. And I mean, yeah, I guess we can eat outside. And I and I really do commend all the restaurants in my neighborhood that have put stuff out on the, they've turned their parking lots into patios and they've done, good for them. The weather's going to turn to much of the country and you're not going to be able to do that anymore. I guess you'll have to put up a tent, maybe heaters and see if you can't do that. But it's almost like indoors at that point. Right. So I'm just nervous about this. I, we're going a little stir crazy. Mom. Our mom, God bless our mom, our yeah. mom who we've talked about on the show. She's been through two strokes. She is at home. She's quarantining. She's got lung and heart issues. So she is like the queen of underlying conditions. She has every pre-existing condition. She cannot go out and see people. That's just not something she can no. do. However, she's doing virtual dinners with friends. She's playing virtual mahjong, which that's has right. to be, I mean, that's got to be fun. That's the most Jewish thing ever. Ever. I mean, even though Mahjong is a Chinese tile game, you can't get more Jewish than a Chinese tile game. Yes. Uh, so she's doing all that stuff, but she just said she used to go to synagogue. I mean, she used to play Mahjong with her friends. She'd go to the JCC. She used to go to the synagogue all the time. She used she to go to like a, a volunteer at a, at a food pantry. She interfaced with people stuff. a lot. Yeah. And, you know, recently she said that she really misses her friends. I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. And, you know... Had there not been a pandemic, Jay would have been out there for a week over the summer. I would have been out there with my family over the week for the summer. The high holidays coming up this weekend. She would have been, she would have been here. She would have come back for Thanksgiving. We would have seen her like three or four times. At least four times up to this point, And it's just over FaceTime right now. So that is a problem. And it sucks. And we can see it in our mom. But at least our mom isn't really going crazy like this next guy in this next story. Sure. Okay, take yes. solace in the fact that you don't live in LaGrange, Indiana. LaGrange, Indiana. A man high on meth apparently shot up the inside of his house after imagining people were trying to break in and steal some of his belongings this past weekend, according to LaGrange County Sheriff's Department. Was he shooting it up because he was worried they'd take his stuff or that they came in without masks on and they weren't? I'm Social sure he, this was a mask issue. But like, how do we know this isn't him just going crazy because he's been on lockdown or he's just been inside? You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't know that meth necessarily makes you think you Maybe, see people. I didn't I, think meth was a hallucinatory. I don't, I don't hallucinogenic, but I mean, here's the deal. This guy, think about him as an old man. He's a lot of things are being taken away from him in this world. That's he right. can't. There aren't kids running around neighborhoods, so he can't go out on his lawn and tell kids, get off my lawn. They're can, already off. Right. No one's there. These are tough times for old men to do old men things. This is no country for old man right, right. now. You have to turn to meth to spice up life a little spice bit, I guess. Spice up a little bit. Maybe, you know, you're look, you're doing it in the comfort of your home. I got to give him credit for that. If, look, but if you're shooting anything up, you got to deal with that aftermath after The walls, heroin. Yeah. Anything. Anything. You're going to have to clean this guy up. guy shot up and then he shot it up. That's right. You're going to clean up a mess. I'm not going to say it's safe, but it is safer than going out, though. To say safer s- than going to Sturgis. Right. Safer for the old man, safer for all of us. Police began their investigation on Sunday after receiving a report that a man was yelling and swinging a broom handle on private property. How is this different from any other day? How is this different from time outside of the pandemic? That's- How do we know he wasn't trying to get down a spider web? 
Yeah, because you do. It's hard to tell people from far away what you're doing. This is the old Brian Regan bit. Yeah, but I mean the idea that like he's you know swinging a broom handle. He made it is a spider web. It is. It's got to be a spider web. He's swinging and missing at the spider web. He's cursing out the spider that's in his house. I can think of a number of scenarios where you will wildly swing a broom handle. Yes, and it's acceptable for an old man. Yes. For an old man who's been cooped up too, let's let's talk about that. Let him get his uh, get the bejeebers out. Just swinging a broom handle, to swing get, the broom handle around to get the literal and figurative cobwebs out. That's correct, right? You're loosening it up a little bit. This is old man yoga. This is old man Peloton. That's right. This is old man. This is how mirror. Old, this, this is, is how old men have stayed in shape for years <laughs> by right. wildly swinging broom handles that looks like they're the going most crazy. Thing the guy could do. Just, you know, get him hot under the collar. That's better than hot yoga Uh for this guy. He's going to start swinging. This is a great upper body workout. And it's cardio. Check the guy's resting heartbeat after he's wildly swung a broomstick. You tell me that isn't. Why isn't there old man aerobics? If you swing a broom handle at imaginary robots that you believe are attacking you and also attacking the earth, you're going to get in the 130 heartbeat zone. Absolutely. 120 to 150. Fake, mime like you're opening a door and pointing at kids to get off your lawn. That's going to be a shoulder rotator cuff So there needs to be an old man workout. workout. Can we please get an old man workout video going? That would be the best. Old man workout. Pulling up the pants, like 18 pants pull-ups. Listen, it's not sweating to the oldies. It's sweating with the oldies. That's right. Sweating with With the the elders. Sweating with the the oldies. Do it, Simmons. You're our friend. Do it. All right. When deputies arrived on the scene, they found a man identified as Mark King of Walcott, uh, Walcottville. Under the I am Mark King of Walcottville. That's right. Walcott. Anyway, under the influence of drugs. But he wasn't driving anywhere. He was staying put. That's standing his ground against an imaginary person in his mind. Who's he bothering? In his own home. He's shooting up his own house. They determined the king had consumed methamphetamine on Friday and Saturday. Yikes, that's a lot of meth. And that's and what triggered the loose. That's right. Yeah, that's that's going to make the weekend go really fast. That's going to amp it up, though. It's going to spice it up. Going to make it more interesting. You thought you weren't going to have any visitors, did you? Well, you, you do. Kind of did. After engaging in a gun battle with imaginary people inside of his home. Now, hold on a second. How is it a battle, Jay? If it's just him shooting imaginary people, you tell yeah, that's, me. That's the wrong phrasing. While trying to shoot a bunch of imaginary people he perceived to be in his home. That's who, what it should have said. Right. Who He shot at what he thought were people. Nobody shot back. So that's not, not a battle. battle. No. I mean, they had guns or lightsabers. We don't know. But that was in Mark's mind. The journalist did not have to say that it was a battle. Yeah, that's, that's a, a mistake. huge that's mistake. That's a big mistake that. because it legitimizes this crazy guy's belief. King went on went into a or went over to a neighbor's house where he went inside the garage and broke a window after throwing a gun in it. So that's how you know he's crazy because you got a gun, you got something that could shoot out a window. But to him, that's, let me take this gun, gun and, and throw, throw it through. It through like maybe he didn't want to waste a bullet. I don't Listen, know. Listen, this to him, that's as good as knocking. <laughs> you know. Now, how do I normally enter this house? Oh, right, I take a gun and I throw it through the garage. That's window. That's it. I throw there the garage go. window. Yep. Or my house, for that matter, really. He then left the garage, and that's when the police found him. Imagine that. You're at home, minding your own business. All of a sudden, you hear the window in your garage broken. Right. That What What do Terrified. you do at that point? Call the cops immediately and I go think away you from run. That. Yeah, exactly. I think you Goes just- Go as far away from that garage that, You take possible. a seven-hour drive. Yep. Right? I'm going to take a seven-hour drive. Leave. We'll be back. I leave. You guys clean it up. 
It's just the guy from next door who smells like vaguely like urine and no. won't stop talking about his divorce. That's the guy who's in your garage. Mm-mm-mm. It'd be like if a raccoon was in your garage, right? Call animal control. You call animal control. Get the authorities in to deal with it Let's so you don't catch have. him and release him into the wild. King was taken to the hospital where he was treated later and released to the police. He gave a written consent to the search of his property where police found the interior of a house with multiple bullet, hole, bullet holes. Bullet holes from coming inside that. The They're bullet coming holes are from coming inside, inside the house. house. Inside the house. King faces charges of possession of meth, possession of, of paraphernalia. Of course. What about destruction of property at his neighbors? Are we going to just gloss over that, Jay? I guess we through are. Through a gun, through a, a, through a window garage there. window. I mean, I know no one cares about the window in the garage, but still. Long drive. You hear gu- If I hear gunshots next door, honey. We're going. Go. Here we go. We don't need that garage door window. I'm just glad that, okay, this guy went nuts. Yeah, he went crazy. I know that mom is stir crazy. Right. I'm glad she's not shooting up the Zeckert's garage. Yep. That's right. Our neighbor. That makes me feel a little bit better about right. mom. Right. Well, and also you have this, what you have is a guy who should not have firearms. Nope. But I will say if he's going to use them in his own house, like this is a new provision with firearms if that I'm okay with. Stand your ground. Shoot your own house If up. you live alone- and no one's in your house. You can shoot your house up. Shoot your house up. You can do it. I don't say that's a victimless crime. All right. Uh, that is our first story. It's now in the books. When we come back, guess what, guys? Auctions are still happening. Hey. And people are still spending a lot of money on things that they don't need. This is Scarborough Country, the Virus Edition. Stay tuned for that story. Hey guys, uh, Sklar Brothers here, and we just know that this is a difficult time for a lot of people. Change is something that is always constant, but in these days, it feels like there's something new to grapple with every day. That's now, right. we may be adjusting to this new normal, but it is still stressful, and That's it's right. important to talk about these things. Jay, you understand your wife yes, is a my therapist. Wife is a therapist, and, and she understands, and I understand that we, we all need to talk to the people. The everyday stressors of work, school, relationships, and more are a lot to balance even now under a pandemic. So I'm glad that Talkspace online therapy is is partnering up with us. We love these guys. They're here to give you the support that you need because we all need it right now. They match you with a licensed therapist from the comfort of your own device and reach you can reach out 24/7 whenever something's on your mind and you'll hear back daily 5 days a week. It's amazing. Thanks to Talkspace's online therapy, finding a licensed therapist is easier than ever. Get matched up with your perfect therapist right from your device and connect with them on your own schedule from anywhere at any time. Better yet, one month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-therapy session. This is really important, there you go. so it's affordable. But if anything helps uh, reduce stress and anxiety, it's talking things out. Absolutely. They have licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationship issues, and more. And if you've got something specific you want to uh, work on right now, they will hey, find someone there. right for you. It's affordable. The therapist network is amazing, and it is secure. So guys, the bottom line is we all need someone to talk to right now. And Talkspace wants to give uh, the license to support that you need at a price that you can afford. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. Uh, to match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. And make sure to use the code SCLAR to get $100 off your first month. So it's already month. affordable, and then they're taking another $100 off. The time to start is now. It shows your support. That's SCLAR at Talkspace.com. 
Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor, super contests, and squares at my bookie. Winning season means hitting all of your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rivals. You guys, we can rejoice. It is time to celebrate the NFL season. It is upon us. We say invest in your intuition. Use the promo code SCLARBRO and double your first deposit. Let me say that again. Double it. Your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to sports and to the games you love and also the games that maybe you're not that interested in, but now all of a sudden you have a little skin in the game and suddenly that, you know, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, maybe that game doesn't matter to you. Nope, you got a dog in the race now. you got a dog in the race and it matters. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting for you at my bookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code SCLARBRO and double your first deposit. Double it. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, Want to mention again, got the live Dumb People Town, September 26th, Mike Doty, Mike Burbiglia. It's going to be a blast. Eventbrite.com. And look up Live Dumb People Town and the search it. You get the tickets. And uh, there's still a few tickets left. So yep. get your tickets now. We want you to, we don't want you to get shut out. It's Correct. such a fun night. If you're like, oh, I need to do something special, you get to go out while staying in and you can watch it on your TV if you can screen mirror. It's such a fun it's night. It's a really fun night. So, and I know these stories are going to be great. And I know these guys are going to be great. So, again, Saturday night, 6 30 West Coast time, 9 30 Eastern time, 7 30 Mountain. Yeah, I said it. Boom. Uh, also, we have a, YouTube page. Look up Sclarbro Country on YouTube and you can see. Subscribe. Let's get the subscribership up over 3,000. We can do it, close. guys. We're we getting close. Why don't we so try that? Because there are more free, than. That's a free, easy way to support us. Free material that we're sending you. Plus, you can watch us tape these things on there. All sure. right. So, okay. as we mentioned before the break, auctions still happening, Jay. Yeah, does that surprise you? I, at all? That, how does that? It doesn't feel like something that should continue in the. Not pandemic. with people packed in a room, but you could do. You could a, do a virtual auction, silent auction, silent virtual auction, auction. Virtual auction, Zoom auction. Silent auctions are fun because when you get to the time, you know what I mean. Like when eBay puts up a silent auction, because people know how to eBay, and it gets the crunch time and the bids come fast and furious. That's exciting. It's fun. I think that's cool. So you yeah. can do that. Let the bids fly. It's fun. Unlike. A gallery at Sotheby's or whatnot, you can do it all in your underwear. Yeah. By the way, I get buying artwork and sculptures and whatnot, artifacts that get bid on. If you're Nick Cage, dinosaur skulls. Thank you. But there are some things that people buy at auction that I think to myself, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Where are you going to put that? And that's where this story kind of falls into this. I mean- I kind of get why you bought it because of its historical significance, but, but I don't under know what circumstance. How would you display it? How are you going to use that? When and after you get it, what are you going to do with it? And can't you just do this with anything and tell people it's it? Right. So you have to have a plan after the fact. Right. right. Exactly. Right. September 14th. All right. A lock of hair from President Abraham Lincoln's postmortem examination, along with a bloodstained telegram delivered shortly after his ni- 1865, not 19, 1865, uh, assassination sold for more than $81,000. That sounds like at once too much and too little for right. a lock of Lincoln's Because I'm like, $81,000 for a lock of hair? And then you're like, it's Abe Lincoln's hair. Yeah, but to me, less Would have been more if it was his beard. Why didn't they just say it was from Thank you. Less important, the hair, to me, more important, the bloody telegram. Okay, so I again, I feel like a lock from a lock of hair- Like the hair on its own- 
it's like, okay, any, that could be his hair. It might not be. How do we authenticate the hair? So, but from a lock of hair, that is Lincoln's DNA. We could make another Lincoln. I don't think so. You never know. All I'm saying is 20 years ago, we cloned an adult sheep from the cells of another sheep, from the cells of another sheep. That's we great. successfully did it. That's great. The sheep lived. We did it. Then we never heard about cloning ever again. Does that surprise you? Does no. that scare you? Yeah, because it means that they're cloning people. They're definitely cloning people. I'm, look, I'm on episode seven, season two of Westworld, so I'm deep into the cloning and the idea of replicating brains and all that stuff. And bad. I'm into that right now. So I'm admitting to you that that is on my mind, but we're definitely cloning people, and they're all underneath the Denver airport. What are they doing? Why is that there? airport so far away from it Denver? It is so far away from the it city of Denver. It is crazy. So probably 1,000 Justin Bieber's under there, probably like 600 kind. Kanye West. Like well-adjusted Kanye West. Just disrespecting 300 Taylor Swifts. Come on. It's all happening under the Denver airport. It's cray-cray and no one's even talking about it. So you could it build- should scare all of you. You could build a new Lincoln. The fact that we've heard nothing about it should scare everyone here. All right? We're building a new Lincoln. That's what's going to happen. Maybe. All right. Back to the Lincoln lock. All Lincoln's right. thick lock of hair, about two inches long. The and Lincoln lock. Wasn't that a movie that Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey, was- Lincoln lock. Uh... Two inches long and mounted to the official telegram sold at auction Saturday, according to a statement from RR Auction of Boston. I understand if you are a total history buff. Right. Makes sense. Right. But who is really trying to outbid people for this item? Doesn't it feel like a morbid item? Honey, what are you doing there online? Nothing much. Just, uh, you know, auction, just checking around, tooling around, seeing if there's something I want. Looked at some sunglasses. Cool. Uh, Looked at some... uh, Old Jordans, Air One, the Jordan Obsidian. Yeah, those are good. Those Lock are of good. Lincoln's hair. What? Some, uh, what did I find? Some Yeezys. Wait, wait. A Lock of Lincoln's hair, and I found Lock some Yeezys. Lock of Lincoln's hair. Right. $81,000, by the way. We're not talking 1865, 81 grand. Okay? 2020, 81,000. Which you could buy it a souped up Audi. We would lost, talked about it on the show. Top of the line package, highest. Most expensive Audi, probably for $84,000. More money than a Lincoln lock. Does that feel weird? That feels weird. I bet you could get a very nicely, I want, I bet a Lincoln a town car. I bet there's a purse that's $81,000. I bet you get a Lincoln town car. Yes. A fully suit. Look up, look up the price of a Lincoln town car, Jay, as I continue to go on this. The lock of hair ended up in the custody, custody of Dr. Lyman Beecher Todd, the cousin of... $56,000 is a Lincoln Town Car top of the line. You should not be able to buy a Lincoln Town Car for almost as much as a lock of Lincoln's hair. No, you should not. Cousin of Mary Todd Lincoln. And I don't know. You know everyone in that family was like, how did that guy end up with it? Yeah, you know what I mean? That's a little He's weird. probably going to throw it in a drawer with his old quills. Right. Todd was present at the postmortem examination. is believed to have wrapped the hair clipping in a telegram, which his assistant, George Kinnear... Greg S- no sent okay. to him the previous day. I mean, if you're there at the postmortem ex- examination of Abraham Lincoln, you have to be close to the guy. Yeah, you don't just get invited you to don't that. Accidentally thing. brought like walk into like that's what's not going a, on in here. Well, it's not a situation where if we invite Beecher Todd, then we also have to invite Aunt Rita, and then right. you got to invite her friend, right. and she's going to get mad. Yeah. That's not how it goes. <laughs> When you, it's not how post-mortem examinations of assassinated U.S. presidents go. Right. The above telegram arrived in Washington a few minutes after Abraham Lincoln was shot. A few minutes? Wow. How about sending an ambulance? Why did that get quicker 
Then, it, oh God, a typed caption prepared by Dr. Lyman Beecher, Todd's son, James A. Todd, reads, Next day at the postmortem, when a lock of hair clipped from near the president's left temple was given to Todd, finding no other paper in his pocket, he wrapped in a lock, stained with blood and or brain fluid. Jesus. In this telegram, and hastily wrote on it in pencil, hair of A. Lincoln. Hair of A. Lincoln. Could be hair of a Lincoln. Hair of a Lincoln. And he just punctuated it wrong. The hair of a Lincoln. You know, fingernail of a toad. Dude, hair of a Lincoln. Hair of a Lincoln. You got to have a fingernail of a Buchanan. If you're tooth of a Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Look, if you're hung over the next day, you got to have a hair of the Lincoln. You got a hair of the Lincoln that shot you. (laughs) He wrapped it up in a piece of paper like it was a piece of juicy fruit he had just chewed for 10 seconds and it lost its flavor. He's like, let me just let me get something. Let me just. Wrap it up in this anything I had. How about this future historically significant document with Lincoln's brain matter on it? I'll just do that. Treat it like an in and out We have Lincoln's DNA. Do you understand we can make a whole new Lincoln? $81,000. The item sold for $81,250, which was more than the $75,000 auction house that the auction house expected to fetch from it since they went up for auction online late last month. Listen, $75,000 feels like a low- Low ball bay. Yeah. That's where you put it up there. You're like, let's try and goose the, let's get people. I feel like they were expecting $100,000. Right. It feels like they were probably a little disappointed. That's just them. But this is them spinning it going like, hey, we got over the asking price. Meanwhile, beforehand, they're like, we're definitely getting 100 for this. Right. Lincoln Lincoln, lock. Lincoln DNA. That's a lock. The Lincoln lock. You can get locked that. That's a lead pipe lock prediction. Wouldn't this be a great movie? We take the DNA of Lincoln. We try to make a new Lincoln and then we see what he turns out to be. And he's just just really into slaves. Just a horror. Horrible guy. Lincoln, who became the 16th president of the United States in 1861, known for the Emancipation Proclamation. I don't have to tell you that is. John Wilkes Booth fatally shot Lincoln at Fort Theater. John Wilkes Booth, a major actor at the time. Yeah. It'd be like, trying to think, if like Christian Bale killed Trump, that could happen. If like, like Chris Evans got off Twitter and actually killed Trump, that could happen, man. You never know. The official War Department telegram with uh, Lincoln's hair affixed to it received in Washington at 11 p.m. on the same day, according to our auction, which confirmed the authenticity of the hair in the telegram. So they authenticated. You said, how do we know it's right. just not like mm-hmm. hair well, off the, a doll? No, no, no. It's the sheet. It's, it's what it's in that is the authentication process. For real, though, how could they confirm the authenticity? How do you know that's his hair? Do you know what I mean? That's like, what I mean. How, do, how do you know it's not someone's hair from 1930? Still yeah. impressive, but yeah, it's, it's like old hair. How do we know it's not? I mean, there's no way unless you saw the thing get cut. That's a huge assumption. James Todd wrote in the letter dated February 12, 1945, that the lock of Lincoln hair has remained in family custody, but the auction house said the hair clipping was last sold in 1999. So someone's not telling someone's the truth. Not telling the truth, or it left the family. Someone in Todd's family, in my opinion, started betting on the Redskins and losing Right in the late 90s. And they're like, hey, we're going to break your leg. I call Fat Tony over here. So here's my question. Like, oh, you, want, you want some of Lincoln's hair? Whenever you see a Super Bowl ring at like a pawn shop or something, you're like, someone fell on hard someone times. Someone fell on some hard times. So if you see a lock of Lincoln's hair out there, Up you know the someone from block. the Todd family fell on hard times. That's right. That's 100% right. It's the Super Bowl ring of presidential hair. That's right. A Lincoln hair. Like if you need to sell it, hair. If you need to sell your lock of Lincoln's hair, things didn't work out the way you thought it would. That's right. You you got too a uh, little ambitious with your uh, hot tub in the backyard. But let's get back to the person who bought it for eighty one two fifty. Mm-hmm. All right. What are you going to do with it? That's a that's what are you it. Do with that. So I understand an art piece of art. I understand a sculpture. You put even if it's ugly, 
even if the sculpture is a piece of garbage, even if it looks like your kid made that sculpture, you put it up in your house, right? And right in your entryway, you put it in the, people are like, I get it. It's art. Maybe I just don't understand it. Right. You know what I mean, you see like one line on a painting. You're like, I, I guess could do that. You're like, I could do that. And you probably could. But then you're like, but you didn't think. You didn't it. think. <laughs> That's like, what it is. When, when, it comes, <laughs> when it comes to modern art, when you walk by a piece of modern you're art, not you look at it and you go, I, I could, could do, do that. that. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could, but you didn't think of it. Right. So it's in your face. If you thought of it, if, if you're like, I did that and it didn't sell for nearly as much. I did that exact same thing and this guy stole it. Now, now you, you got, got an case. argument. Now we're talking about now it. Now you have an argument. But if you walk by something and say, I, I could, could do, do that, that. You didn't think of it. Could, but you didn't. That's right. What are you going to do with Lincoln's bloody telegram and his and a lock of his hair? What are you going to do? Hang it in your guest bathroom? And then what? Hey, Jeff, what's that above the toilet? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know. It's, what is it? Lock of Lincoln hair. The president, 16th president of our nation? Is that's the other Lincoln? Survived I mean, the Civil the War and yes. freed the slaves? Why is Yeah, now it's over my uh, guest soap. What? Why would it's in your guest bathroom? Why yes. would you put it there? Because you know that's the place we sometimes go, and I like you know I think people. I can't come to believe that's in your guest bathroom. I know. You know what? I wanted to put it in our bathroom, but we got to do a fight over where it should okay, go. Okay, so you know what I mean? Up, uh, yeah. Then it's in your entryway, and you're like, wait, people are gonna miss it. Why is it in your entryway? All right, let me just put. Why it, is this in your goddamn house, Jeff? Let me put it in my man cave. No, it's not a man cave. It's our it's our playroom. So I get it. If you're a collector and you collect a bunch of historical stuff, remember that great old commercial about the guy who was like the biggest Aaron Burr fan ever and. Yes. He was he eats a, it was a milk. It was a milk commercial. milk commercial. Got milk. He gets the phone. He wants to call into the radio station. He calls. He has a big peanut butter, butter sandwich. sandwich and no milk. He's all out of the milk and he thinks he can do it, but he can't do it. And he's the biggest Aaron Burr. If you have that room for Lincoln and it's like your study and it's got books and it's dusty and it is an old wooden desk that you haven't used for so long with a bunch of paperweights on and it with dumps on like a thing with a fine, shadow box. Fine. This guy that, that's the only place you can have that, but there's no way anywhere else in your house it's weird. When you're dealing with samples of Lincoln's hair, provenance is everything. And in this case, we know that it came from a family member who was at the president's bedside. r r Auctions Executive Vice President Bobby Livingston said in a statement, also great. You bought it. Yeah, great. There yeah. you go. Uh, I'm sure it's for you on one level, but you don't buy that unless you want to show it off. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you buy it for yourself, but like you want to show buy, you. You're, you're paying $82,500 for bragging rights. That's, to what, show that's what you're doing. off. And now during the pandemic, you, what are you going to have a big house party and show it to people? No, you got to just show it to individual people who come you're over. You're going to post it online. I you guess you post it on, it on Facebook online. and you say, look what I got. It's a morbid reason to throw a party to me. And, you know, these times where people aren't gathering, it just feels weird. And also- it's not a great look. Like, if you had the Emancipation Proclamation and you had that in glass and you hung that up, that would be impressive. That is part of Lincoln's accomplishments. But what you are memorializing, what you are, what you are holding up as an artifact that you want to see is a little bit of his brains. After he got shot, what did he have to do with getting shot? Yes, I know he pushed this country to a place where maybe he had a lot to do with him getting shot in that he took the country to a place where it didn't want to go. But still, it's like Jesus on the cross. People have talked about this. You're going to take his worst moment of his life and memorialize that. When he that. comes back, is that's what he wants to that's see That's what everywhere? comedians have said before, and that is the truth. This Great is the point. same thing with Lincoln. What do you want to put that up there? This is his worst moment. Get shot in the head. He doesn't want you putting that up in your let's, house. Let's not remember that part of it. Yes. It's not an achievement. It is not an achievement at all. It's just a weird way to celebrate the guy. Worst moment in his life. 
And then you're kind of celebrating John Wilkes Booth. If you are celebrating him. So that's what this <laughs> but is. But you're not celebrating him as an actor. You're, you're celebrating, celebrating his worst moment. As an assassin. It's like, come on. You, you kind of spent $81,250 to do it all wrong. Right. So that's why this whole thing is weird. But I am excited that there are still auctions happening. Yeah, I guess it's cool that money's still changing hands. Guys, do it. All right, that's the show, guys. We love you. Stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected. This is not a hoax. But we got the jokes. Wear a mask, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. A podcast network.